look forward to retirement and avoid the pitfalls. Keep listening for ways to maximize your retirement income. More Than Money with the Popowich Carmelli Advisory Group, CIBC Woodgundy, on News Talk 770. Welcome back here with Dave and Faisal on News Talk 770 and More Than Money. Faisal, it's flu season, my friend. You got shot? Yep, I got right. my shot. <laughs> we were talking off air about that. I won't bore everybody with the details, but it was very exciting. I've got two little girls that weren't necessarily totally excited about the flu shot. <laughs> I don't think the words excited and flu no, shot go in anybody's there vocabulary. Was nothing exciting about that. <laughs> Anyways, you know, it's important. Um, well, it, there's actually, a, I think, a debate. Uh, certainly, when I talk to people, some are for it, some are against it. I know we've got a bad. Uh, potential virus coming out of Australia this year. So we thought, uh, well, let's maybe get it from the experts about uh, what we can expect and the the good, the bad, and the ugly about doing that. We've got Dr. Glenn Armstrong, who's a microbiologist and a vaccine specialist, joining us. Um, Dr. Armstrong, first of all, thanks for taking some time and joining us on the show. Oh, you're quite welcome. Okay. So uh, I don't like I don't know if it's a debate or not, uh, but I do talk to people and there's different opinions about whether you should get vaccinated or not vaccinated? What's your opinion? Well, I think my opinion is that uh, everybody should get vaccinated. I mean, there are a lot of pros and cons, and uh, depending on your uh, point of view, uh, you may be either for it or against it. But I think the weight of the scientific evidence, anyway, uh, suggests that, uh, you know, getting vaccinated is your uh, best defense against uh, getting the flu bug. So, okay, so let's talk a little bit about, um, about what it protects against. So, you know, at the top of the segment, um, we're talking about, we're hearing about this, this uh, I guess, the virus coming from Australia, which sounds like it's pretty bad. Um, when you get vaccinated, what does that actually mean? Does it mean you're not going to get sick? Well, uh, it, uh, you know, if the vaccine works really, really well, it, it, it's sort of an individual thing. It's a, there's a genetic component to whether or how well a person reacts to the vaccine or not. And some people react better than, than others. Certainly, uh, more elderly people and younger people uh, tend to uh, have difficulty reacting to the vaccine. Uh, but um, all in all, uh, really, uh, the uh, the best, uh, you know, I mean, it's anywhere from 40 uh, to 50 percent to maybe 80 percent effective. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it and it a lot depends on, uh, you know, your genetic background and and what have you. But regardless of, uh, you know, how well you react to the vaccine, a little bit of protection is always better than no protection at all. And so is this year's virus um, worse than others? And so we should step up and get those shots because I've never had a shot, never taken a shot for the for the flu vaccine. Um, just seeing, is this the one that we should be really worried about or, or, or is Dave giving me the wrong information as usual? <laughs> no, I think uh, actually, um, you know, uh, this particular virus is, uh, it's not different. Uh, we've seen it before. It was around last year and the year before. It's the H3N2 uh, flu virus. The problem with it is this one tends to mutate a lot faster than some of the other uh, flu strains, and so it's it's a little bit unpredictable. But uh, we do we can take clues from what uh, the virus was doing in the southern hemisphere during their uh, flu season, and it looks from uh, Australian data anyway that the the H3N2 virus is is uh, maybe a little bit more virulent, uh, particularly in, uh, you know, those individuals that are at risk. So younger uh, kiddies and uh, more elderly uh, people are more uh, at risk for developing, uh, you know, 
complications if you get infected with this particular uh, virus. Now, it's contained in the uh, the flu vaccine, and uh, as far as we know, there's a good match in uh, in the current vaccine with the virus. Uh, but that doesn't guarantee that it's not going to change slightly uh, during the flu season. And that's why we're maybe seeing it being a little bit more um, virulent, particularly in, in uh, risk groups. Now, if you're, uh, you know, normally healthy and, uh, you know, uh, you know a, a younger adult, uh, then probably uh, you're not as uh, at risk for developing complications. But that doesn't necessarily mean that that's not going to happen. So I'm going to throw myself under the bus and sort of front run Faisal before he does it on, on me. But, um, <laughs> you can tell i got to say something. That's what it is. <laughs> so I, I've, I think I've been uh, guilty in the past, uh, Dr. Armstrong, of uh, just thinking the cold, you know, a common cold and a flu, basically the same thing. Maybe you can maybe you can share with us a bit about the differences and and how um, you know kind of how bad a flu can actually be, and then we'll talk about those astro- at risk groups a little bit. Yeah, well, you see, the flu and the cold are not the same thing. <clears throat> a common cold uh, will just basically stay in your head and your upper respiratory tract, and uh, really. Uh, there are, you know, not that many complications that can uh, develop uh, from a common cold. So if you, you know, sort of follow uh, your physician's advice and you stay well hydrated and get rest and those sorts of things, uh, pretty well everybody is going to be able to recover without any serious side effects uh, from a common cold. The flu is a lot different. The flu has the potential uh, of uh, invading uh, more deeply into the body, uh, you get a lot more serious uh, respiratory uh, problems uh, happening uh, from the flu. Uh, you can get lots of complications. The flu can develop uh, into uh, pneumonias, uh, which is typically not really seen with the common cold. And so if you have other health issues, like you have uh, cardiac issues or you have uh, other lung uh, conditions that um, you know you're dealing with, then the flu in those uh, situations can can really um, you know cause a lot of serious problems, and this is where we see people having to get into the hospital to be artificially uh, respirated mm-hmm. uh, for lung problems, and and this is where the mortalities uh, occur, uh, typically in in groups that have you know other serious health uh, problems. Diabetes is another one that uh, is up there. Um, otherwise, in you know, not in great physical shape, that can be another uh, you know risk factor for developing serious complications from the flu. So I've been working with Dave now for for many years, and this guy's aging like terribly. <laughs> so he's getting older, and as people get older, um, the concerns of of these types of flus and so forth, um, or the risks of it, increases. Tell tell me about why that happens. Um, how can it affect? Uh, older older citizens and 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 more importantly, how is that different than everybody else? Well, uh, you know, again, uh, as as people age, uh, they start to develop other medical conditions. So you get people that uh, you know have cardiac conditions, uh, are suffering from say angina, or you know have had to have stents inserted into their uh, cardiac uh, blood vessels uh, to to open them up and. Uh, there are those sorts of issues. There's all sorts of pulmonary issues. If you're a long-term uh, smoker, for example, uh, you're, re- you're uh, operating at reduced uh, lung capacity. 
Uh, as I say, there's diabetes that can come into the, uh, the uh, equation. Uh, there's also, uh, you know, people that are typically not in great shape, maybe overweight. Um, these are other uh, conditions that render your body more susceptible to all infectious diseases, not only the flu. The other thing is no matter how uh, well you, uh, how, um, you know, well you take care of yourself, uh, our immune systems tend to uh, start losing their, uh, their potency uh, as we age. And so these factors all add up to uh, make uh, elderly people more susceptible not only to getting uh, infected and sick with the flu, but developing uh, some of the serious complications mm-hmm. that, can, that the flu can, uh, can cause in uh, somebody that uh, is sick. Okay. I think, uh, I think that's a perfect place to leave it there. I think the point has been made. I'll debate this with Faisal <laughs> about his... Uh, about his, get, get uh, vaccinated. his vaccination schedule. That's right. Uh, listen, Dr. Armstrong, I want to thank you for joining us today. You're quite welcome. We've been doing, uh, joined by Dr. Glenn Armstrong, who's a microbiologist and a vaccine specialist who knows a little bit more about this than Faisal. So be careful <laughs> where you get your vaccination information from. <laughs> so, it, you know, it, it is interesting. Um, his comment about 40, somewhere between 40 and, eight, uh, 40 and 80% effective, right? So. Yeah. Lots of healthy people have never done it, right, mm-hmm. and have never have been affected by it. It's an interesting debate. I think it gets more interesting as you get older, right, uh, because just the natural aging and your your system starts to weaken, so you're naturally more susceptible to that and other things, right? So Correct. A little bit of protection better than uh, none at all. I'm going with that. Not bad. Okay. Let's talk about protecting your, your uh, lifestyle. Yeah, you know, the biggest parts of, of your retirement or the shocks that can happen as you, as you age is the volatility of this market, is is not protecting your portfolio when we have volatile uh, times. And so we're going to discuss how do you profit and, more importantly, protect in volatile times. How do you make sure you maximize mm-hmm. your experience, your lifestyle, while minimizing the re- return, sorry, risk on your portfolio? And we'll be discussing all that on Tuesday, November 21st, 7 p.m. at the Crowfoot Co-op Wine and Spirits. Now you need to reserve your seats. So give us a call, 966-8400. 966-8400, go to our website to register at morethanmoneyradio.ca. And don't forget that you can access any of our past segments on morethanmoneyradio.com or get them delivered directly to you by searching for More Than Money CHQR on iTunes or in your favorite podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another edition of More Than Money on News Talk 770. David Popovich and Faisal Carmelli are portfolio managers and investment advisors with CIBC Woodgundy in Calgary. The views of David Popovich and Faisal Carmelli do not necessarily reflect those of CIBC World Markets, Inc. Clients are advised to seek advice regarding their particular circumstances from their personal tax and legal advisors. If you are currently a CIBC Woodgundy client, please contact your investment advisor. CIBC Woodgundy is a division of CIBC World Markets, Inc., a subsidiary of CIBC and a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada.